0: Welcome back to so Grind. this is episode 17, we're going to go for a, perhaps a bit of a new format heading forward, like your uh, your best coffee, ground down into those granules of uh, flavour and impact, Jack we're going for a more condensed and flavorful, useful podcast here. Um... My name is Joel, my manager name is Afrikiwi, that's A-F-R-I-K-I-W-I, and I'm joined by Jack Hammond, better known as Jack Hammond 444, <laughs> well, your manager name Jack Hammond 444, um, can't forget the 444, <clears throat> and uh, look, if you are just starting soria um, or looking to start soria sign up with our referral link, uh, it's on our um, Twitter um, bio, that's at so Grind, and it's also um, in the bio for this podcast um if you don't you miss out on getting a free card after buying five uh, on the auction but uh jack asia is back and uh i've got a bit of a song for you oh no no. it's asia back hallelujah it's asia back with joel and jack (laughs) (laughs) do you know you know, really, really lamely, Jack. I had that on my mind this week, and uh, I went for my my workout today. No, not not today, uh, yesterday, day before, mm-hmm. and uh, that song, um, came up, and I was like, that's just meant to be, oh, no. you know, oh, no. I was like, that's, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> you like that one, yeah. eh? Yeah, that's good, that's good. First, first time singing on on the Surrogate podcast, anyway, enough, enough waffle, um. Jack, some decent news. Um, the Sores scoring update. Mm-hmm. Have, like, what you, What were your thoughts on, on the changes?
1: Uh, I think it's pretty solid. I mean, I heard there was a bit of negativity um, around it. Like, some people were a little bit unhappy with some of the changes. But overall, I think it's, like, an improvement. It's, it might not be the biggest improvement, but it's some improvement, right? Now the fullbacks are probably um, scoring... I supposedly should be, uh and yeah, I think that's a, a positive. So I'm, I'm not too unhappy with it. To be honest, I think it's I think it's good. How about
0: you, Joe? Do you think it? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not too worried about the change to defense, midfield, forward. I think um, you know improving some of the, the CDM scores are, are probably good. I thought I would have typically viewed cdms as more like your reliable score is kind of um, good for threshold but perhaps not so great for other competitions um, and so that kind of does improve them a bit and yeah it does make fullbacks more useful it had a weird um, impact of meaning it kind of became worthwhile looking for the players that like fullbacks that lose possession a tonne that don't make a lot of final third passes or a lot of passes in general, but have like a lot of attempted assists. Um, and so, you, like, a great example of this um, was uh, Guillem from Konyaspor. Um, mm-hmm. I think his average scores went up by like four um, across L5 15 and, and L40. And um, because he just has so many attempted assists, so few passes per game, um, and quite um a number of possessions lost like around 20 a game so you know it's suddenly eight more points um on that change you know in, in 20 possessions lost so um I, I don't mind it too much i think um the goalkeeper side of things that makes it tough at the cheap end like kim young kwang sold the man he's gone he's he's bit the dust because uh <clears throat> basically he's gonna be useless um, Syongnam concede, you know, three goals pretty much every game. That's now minus nine points. It's a big difference. Um, even with all the other boosts. So yeah, I think it makes it tougher at the goalkeeper end, is my view. Um Yeah. People people just don't like change in general though, let's be honest. So I'm not surprised that generally people are, are not that excited by it. Um But yeah, it did bring up some opportunities, I thought. Um, and you know Guillaume is a good example of a player whose price like doubled on that announcement because people realised even before Surrey Data updated their website to account for those changes people realised you know that he's going to be quite a bit better um, but both of us Jack we've picked up uh, another player that we think um, will will benefit from it and uh, it's one that people listening will probably have no, no clue about who they are but it's Amit Oguz um. Yeah, right back at Conuspor, come from Siverspor in the same league. I've bought three of them. You've bought one. Yeah, you the
1: one. Pretty much just solely based on your input. I think if Joel's prepared to buy three, I should probably hop on the bandwagon and at least get one. That's kind of my reason for it. He, he was telling you all about his dude and how he is somewhat in value anyway. Really. So I, I bought one myself. I bought one. No yeah, it's sort of
0: thirty-eight bips You paid forty. Um, he's on the opposite side of the field to Guillaume. he's about literally a tenth of the price and should be the starting fullback on the other side Bohr are uh, superb at home they in 19 home games in the league last season kept a clean sheet in 9 and uh, they conceded one goal in 7 there's only 2 games they conceded more than 1 goal at home so um, as long as he is indeed the starting right back which it looks like at this stage then uh, he should score pretty well this season. Um, Jack, were there any other cards that you picked up specifically in relation to the scoring update? Or
1: No, not that I can think of. I think um, goose. I think that's how you pronounce his name, I think he's the only one. Um, like, the only reason why I really bought him is because I'm looking for challenger players and also it just kind of makes sense to pick up him with the scoring metrics. So yeah, probably just him
0: in regards to that. Fair enough. Um, you have been pretty busy though on some of the other like fronts. And I noticed in your, um, I find it wonderfully ironic that in your history you bought a card from Jackbot.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, like, I had to get involved. You bought
0: a card from your robot self. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, you bought one from Win Twingo as well. I think he's another
1: bot. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I have been shopping a little bit actually. Uh, I'll, I'll reveal some of the players I've. Uh, picked up, picked up, I guess. Um, oh, please, yeah. Don't. So I've gone, I picked up two Considore keepers. I picked up Sigeno. I thought, you know, he was just like really, really good value, to be honest, just comparing him to like Agreed. all of the other uh, goalkeepers in Asia. I was like, yeah, I have to get him. So I got him for 225 pips, I think, uh, which I thought was pretty solid. Uh, one of his new cards. And I also yeah. picked up an Otani. So Otani is actually the backup keeper for Considore. But, um, Nakano, who is like uh, supposedly the third choice, or traditionally the third choice, he is under 23, and he featured in quite a couple games against Gole because I think Otani had an injury, and Sigeno was out as well, so he filled in. So Otani is traditionally the backup, and I thought his price for a rare goalkeeper that's the backup was really, really good. Um, so I picked up Sigeno, 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 Sigeno uh, and Otani for a pretty cheap price, I thought. And I thought, you know, if Sigeno gets like a Career-ending injury or a really long-term injury, then I have Patani to come in, and he will most likely be um, a rare goalkeeper, so his price should massively appreciate. And I think, um, you know, I'm happy for together to just play and play and play and play. And I think eventually, Constanta will do a lot better than what they currently have. And you can maybe get some clean sheets or some decent goals because traditionally he has scored quite well compared to other keepers when he's been for uh, the and he's played. Because uh, Constanta were pretty shocking when Nakano um, was in goal and. uh I think they had some other defensive issues and didn't have a lot of availability, so I think they might turn it around. So I was like, Mm. this is a good low-risk option.
0: I do agree with you on that, because you you may or may not be aware, but um, no team in the J-League has played more away games than Considolo.
1: Mm.
0: They've only had nine home games, so they've got another eight home games in their last... uh, How many games that last... 11 games or something like that Mm. um so they've yeah they've got a lot of um last 12 i think uh, last 12 games eight of them are at home and traditionally they're they're not too bad at home um i mean they're averaging about a goal conceded per game but they have had a number of clean sheets and so yeah i totally resonate with that i actually bought myself a um as well jack i'm using them this weekend because uh their matchup against nagoya is very favorable Interesting. Okay. Nagoya have a terrible away goal scoring record, um, and based on my little my little matrix, Jack, um, the only team that is I think more likely to keep a clean sheet is Hiroshima. But there's no way I'm forking out crazy money to buy Osako and mm-hmm. a 23 keeper.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I, I was pretty stoked with that purchase, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, the way I'm kind of playing server is I just kind of want to reduce my risk as much as I can. I think picking both those two up um, just means, mm. you know, it's going to be pretty low risk. Maybe they get relegated, that's a possibility, but I think that's, um, I would say it's in my favor. I think it's unlikely. I think it's unlikely, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I picked up those two goalkeepers. I also picked up another goalkeeper in uh, Tobias Lowell, I think it's pronounced. He plays for LA-ISK in the Austrian Bundesliga. Um, and he is the substitute keeper um, for a pretty nailed keeper, I would think. But just purely judging this guy, um, based on how he looks, I think he looks like a bit of a beast keeper, and he's got utility for 2024. If something happens to the main keeper, he's coming in, and he's, his price would absolutely skyrocket. Um, I think there's one under-23 keeper um, that starts in the Austrian Bundesliga. Uh, he's $400, his name's Hidl. I think it's pronounced HBBL, mm-hmm. so I was thinking like, you know, there's lots of potential there and I think it's pretty low risk. He's got utility for 2024, um, so a possibility maybe he gets a transfer and has some game time or whatever, so I, I thought, you know, I'll just pick him up because I sold Sasaki because I think just with my roster valuation, um, it just made sense to kind of sell him because I didn't think I was going to be that competitive in 2023, so I was like, you know, let's reduce my risk. You know, if something happens to Sasaki or maybe he gets rotated in, I won't be taking a hit, so I thought I'd just kind of use the funds for Sasaki, and kind of add his vibe and then pick up a player like Lowell. I also try to pick up um, another under-23 goalkeeper from Austria Austrian Bundesliga against names. um it Govich? He plays for WSG Trio. Kind of similar, same situation with Lowell. He's, he's T-Roll. Um, oh, T-Roll. Is that anything else? Okay. T-Roll, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to go for him, but he's... Big skiing area. Oh, Interesting, bro. Yeah, I, I don't have any um inside about it i've
0: actually <laughs> of it. i've actually been through the i've been through t oh random
1: yeah I, I don't know my knowledge of austria is pretty hopeless i think uh, warsaw's the capital that's pretty much all i know um that's poland bro oh um vienna vienna far out embarrassing <laughs> well uh, to be fair i'm completely on the opposite side of the world i i think i my bad my bad that's embarrassing. <laughs> Maybe just cut that bit out of the podcast, Joe, if that's all right. I think we're going to end it now. <laughs> Regardless, I, I try to pick up the... I'm trying to be back up from there. We'll move on from that. And then I also um, got Lee Su Bin, uh, who plays for Pohang. I, I picked up his rare, I thought it was pretty decent value. Who else I get? Um, let's go through my transactions. Maybe you can... Oh, um,
0: the, the two keepers at um, El Anusbo, which I've also picked um, up. Yes, I
1: did. Yeah, I picked up both of Their phone
0: and Carragos. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then you bought both those two keepers just because I thought it was a decent low-risk option. Maybe that under twenty-three keeper gets a uh, gets an all at the start of the season, and his price would absolutely skyrocket. Um,
0: yeah. So, interesting. Um, after talking about him on the last the pod last week, Super Osmane, the guy from Senegal, not not Sadio Mane, but the guy that plays that uh, <laughs> plays Syria. It was him that you bought um, the under twenty-three keeper from. Oh, random. Caragas, Yeah. Um, yeah interesting one eh like I've been and I've kind of held off mentioning the podcast because you know the, the price will probably jump jump off the like one or two people that might make a decision to buy off something that we say but um, Marifona um, is still very cheap for a rare goalkeeper and looks to be the current starting keeper but there's been indication that they were planning on bringing someone in earlier on in the transfer window, you know, a replacement goalkeeper to, to be starting, but there's there's nothing that's materialized and I've been following the, the news and nothing and so I've been kind of like, oh, should I pick him up, should I not? Um, but yeah, bought the limited for both at least because anytime you see, you know, an, an older starter with an under 23 backup and both are cheap, it's just a no-brainer. Um, I think I, I, I struggle to see how, um i mean you paid what 570 580 bips for the two of them 0. 0.058 ethereum you know i struggle to see how you end up making a loss yeah. there um you know net you know, i'm a similar boat as well i think i paid i paid more for caragos i paid less for marifona um mm,
1: yeah just I think it's a, a smart play yeah so um i've also been i was telling you off the pod joel like uh, I've been using the SoRare data watchlist feature, and I've added. Um, I currently ha- have a watchlist for seventy-three players inside of it that I would consider having in my like um, buying as rare players for my portfolio value. So these are players that are probably under two hundred dollars that I essentially kind of like know of. Um, so I maybe like and trust them, or maybe I have an emotional connection to them. And when I see the the name, the name of their player in SoRare, right, I, I'm like, yes, I know this guy. I know about him. So I added I added mm. to the my watchlist, and I've accumulated plenty of players. And a lot of these rare players, they're just slipping through the cracks and going for, like, 20% of what their floor generally is, whether that's, like, a snipe opportunity on office or maybe, like, an auction possibility. So, for example, I picked up a um, Kang Hyun Muck for, like, $27, whereas his floor now is, like, $60. He just slipped through the cracks just because he's not necessarily a popular option, and I just saw an opportunity there, and I was like, let's go for it. And I, I, I got him off jackpot, I sent him an offer. Um, just, like, kind of stuff like that. And I wasn't necessarily that interested in Kang Hyun Muck, but he's just a low-risk option, and... You know, regardless if he doesn't play the next couple of fixtures or isn't playing that many minutes, you know, I think it's pretty low risk, too. I, I can't see him really going for less than $27. Like when we first started playing Sir so Reg, oh, I remember this dude, and you literally had his limited for like 20 bucks. Mm. and now I'm getting his, he's a, he's a 21-year-old, yeah. and I picked up his red for $27. Like, you know, there's just a lot of, like, those kind of um, players that just slip through the packs and you get really good deals on, so that's what I've been doing, and just kind of um, going through my watches and seeing, you know, if there are any opportunities. So. Something I would encourage to like other players because I think it's definitely a good tactic to find
0: opportunities. When I bought his limited I paid $9.37 and I sold him for $20.85. So wow. that was about the peak, it was a limited price actually.
1: Yeah, must have been. Uh,
0: up towards it. I think 25 was about the most he went for, $25. Yeah,
1: well that's pretty much all my transactions Joel. I think I've got like an Oban suck because I have a Kim Quain suck. Um, mm-hmm. Just the diverse one risk, but that's pretty much all of it, all the players.
0: Um, I bought some. My, my transactions don't suck so much.
1: Are you saying mine suck?
0: You get that? No, I'm just making ploughing words. I know suck and. Oh, that's yeah, true.
1: true, true.
0: <laughs> uh, have I been buying players? Yeah, I've been buying a few. Uh, the the big big one is um, I made a big decision to sell off Kim Young Kwang, and because obviously you need a rare goalkeeper this weekend, I have replaced him. And I got rid of big boy Ilychenko. Oh my
1: goodness, i just witnessed that. I've seen it on the internet. Yeah.
0: yeah, because wow. he I mean he, he could very well, you know, score a ton of goals and increase in price, it's entirely possible, um at at Seoul, um, you know, given his goal in the last game. I just think compared to where the average forward price is for Asia, he has to be scoring quite a few goals in order to justify that price um like for example nakagawa who's at yokohama he's you know rotated a bit last five games he scored in every game um or gotten a decisive in every game and he's going for about 0.14 um you know part of a dominant team in getting well enough game time i mean it's a, it's a huge goal scoring team they're basically up near the top of the league they've got asia champions league you know and he's what like two-thirds of the price And so, with their game this weekend for Seoul, they're playing away to Pohang. Pohang are defensively very good at home. Um, They have conceded a grand total of six goals in 11 games at home this season. Um, They're one of the best home defensive teams in, I think, all of Asia this season. Um, And Seoul has only averaged about one goal a game away from home. So... You know, I, I feel like the likelihood of him scoring this weekend is low, and if he had a game where he didn't doesn't score, I just can't see. But you know, I can't can't help but see his price drop from where it is currently, and so I thought I don't actually need him like like he's not actually crucial for my rear lineup. I'm I'm favoring Nakagawa from Yokohama instead. I've got Yusuke Sagawa and Kim Gun as well. Um, so it just made sense to basically you know move him on no and that'll probably uh regret it he'll probably go and blim and bang in a hat trick or something this weekend but um i think it's unlikely and so i've picked up higashi gucci um from gambo gambo he had six goals put past him during the week by um psg did you see the friendly
1: <laughs> i didn't see it but it's six two right and <sighs> 16. A goal, didn't
0: you say? yeah he did he did um he looked stoked man. He went off and celebrated. It was like it was this when they were down like 5-1. He scored and it was like this huge celebration. He looked delighted. Uh <laughs> it was it was pretty adorable. Um <laughs> but uh Agashiuchi actually had a pretty good game I thought. Um all things considered like yeah, he conceded six goals, but two of them were penalties. Um and Maybe, only, maybe one of the goals he could have done better at but he made a lot of saves in that game and some pretty decent saves too and I just I can't see Gambo Osaka getting rid of him for next season last season he was one of the best keepers in the league he's been very good um, since back from injury and there are a number of keepers that play you know look at Sageno he's 38 now Higashi 36 and I think he's easily got another season and I just I think while Gambo Osaka are you know, they're in a bit of trouble with their spot in the league currently. They've got a lot of good fixtures coming up. They've got a lot of, like, pretty average teams um, in towards the end of the season. So I think, you know, they'll do enough to to stay alive. I think they're better than teams like Kyoto Sanga, who they play this weekend. I think they're better than Nagoya. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, and I just can't see Shimizu or Jubilo passing them. They've both been poor. Um... So poor run of form, but I think, yeah, good time to be picking him up. So that's, that's a big one for me. Um, I did also pick up Sugino. I paid more than you did cause I was slower. Um, I got rid of Oh Siung Hoon. Um, it huh, turns out it was the, just realized it was the same guy that I did the trade for Higashiguchi with. <laughs> it was the guy I sold Oh Siung Hoon. Um, mm. yeah, had no idea until just looking at it now. Um, yeah, with those Young-Hoon's injury, he's probably not playing this weekend, and I think he falls out of favour when uh, Gu sung Yu, Gu sung the Gimcheon keeper when he um, returns to Daegu, I think he, he takes over the starting spot. Um, and then, yeah, Sugino's got so many home games, I think there's... You know, I'll, I'll just use him pretty much every game week they have a home game and, and not on their way games because they're terrible away from home. Considoli. Um... I picked up Mario Gaspar, uh, who's at VRL and has just been confirmed moved to Watford in the championship, uh, so he's going to get tons of games, probably still worth buying at the current price here, as I paid actually uh, a bit more than I think many did, um, but we'll have mid- midweek utility there, Challenger Europe, uh, at a, one of the better teams in the championship, Watford looked pretty good. Um, that was thanks to the uh, Surrey Odyssey Discord. There was a couple of guys in there that mentioned about it as being just about confirmed. I was a bit slow off the mark because it was during the middle of our night that they were talking about it. Um, I picked him up. Picked up Lucas Biglia. Love, love a golden oldie. But um, he's at Basaksehir, here, so they should have midweek football. Um, combine him with uh, Oguz from Konyaspor um we'll probably end up needing a keeper but I'm going to address that issue uh, in time uh and then tons of baseball cards Jack but <laughs> I won't go into to talking about uh about those I'll leave that for another time um but yeah that's that's pretty much um pretty much what I've been picking up um the Sori calendar um has come out um uh, mm-hmm. don't know if did you
1: have a look at it i did because i've dedicated the last two hours to looking at so rare stuff and honestly i think it's just pretty like standard yep a uh, pretty standard calendar Like, there's not nothing really major to really go over it's the most um,
0: boring calendar in ages
1: yeah i think so too i mean i think it's i think the price pool uh they're reasonable and stuff but it's just like there's no mm-hmm. like new edition so it's not even really worth discussing it i would think
0: yeah yeah we get the back to the 900 rewards in game at 296, which is yeah, which is good. Um, 750 and 294 until then, underdog is and specialist is still going to be pretty tough. Um, but I think 296 is going to be a great game week and probably 294 because you're still going to have you know, there's going to be lots of people using these challenger and and champion Europe cards that are returning to, to playing football, but there will inevitably be you know, unexpected. New players coming in, starting, and whatnot in rotation. Jack, for game week 292, what is your, um, what is your, like, the team you're most excited about?
1: Uh, It's a good question. I'm pretty happy with my lineups. What I'm actually most excited about, Joel, is this is the first time I think I've ever had uh, 10 confirmed lineups. And I'm not saying they're necessarily going to win rewards, but this is just like, a good milestone for me. I think it's going to be pretty entertaining this game week for that reason. Um, challenger is a bit of a throwaway team because I've only got uh, Marifona as like a challenger keeper and he's not even playing this game week but I can chuck him in there and I can submit like a eligible challenger team with like two players playing but um, when the Turkish boys start playing a game with 294 that challenger could um, be, be on for some rewards but um, yeah I've got 10 lineups. I'm pretty excited about my... Uh, team because I think that's got a somewhat decent chance. I don't, uh, I've don't. i got Otani as my goalkeeper, who's the backup postdole, so I don't think he's going to score. Um, but you know, I've got Palacios uh, from Xiongnan, Lu Su Bin, Kim Youngbin, the GOAT, the Harry Maguire of the K-League. Uh, and I've got Kim kwang Suck, who's supposedly going to play because I think O-Ben Suck is still not ready. So that, I reckon that can get a 205.0. Um, maybe 250 if I get on my hands and knees and pray to the so Golds, goals, but um, nah, probably 205 is more realistic of that but we'll see how we go um i've got a decent Americas team i've got a decent asia team uh i think i've got a decent specialist team hopefully uh Sigenu and Fukamori can ball out uh i've got them as like a defensive stack um yeah so that, those are kind of my my lineups i've probably got like seven lineups out of the team that are like uh on for potential rewards i reckon i'm,
0: I'm going through my lineups and i'm trying to because I've also got ten teams, and I'm trying to figure out what. Because I don't have an America's team. Well, you do. What's the other? Are, are you entering a rare underdog team?
1: Yeah. Well? So you've probably uh, submitting yeah. three rare teams. I would assume yep. you've probably got Asia, All Star, and Underdog, right?
0: Uh, no, I've got All Star, Underdog, and Specialist. Well, mm-hmm. Specialist is is like got pretty much zero chance, but uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we'll see how that one goes. It's probably akin to your uh, your challenger team with, like, uh, you know, yeah. d and keeper. Yeah. Maybe, fingers crossed, um, Joe hyun from from Sun got left in China or something from their recent East Asia Cup game against Japan and Joe Huck starts instead.
1: Oh, uh, that'd be good. I've actually been looking at um, some of Olsan's, like, other backup keepers because they have two other goalkeepers that are under 23, and I'm thinking of maybe getting their res. Um, if I can get them for, like, a really decent price. I've got them in my, like, 73-player watch list. So if <laughs> a really good opportunity comes up, I might try snag one of them, just in case, like, Joe Kian would not play. because I've got Joe move yeah. and Joe Huck's rare, but just to, like, diversify even though I uh, might pick up a rare variation of the, also another 23 backups.
0: I just think there's zero chance that anyone other than Joe Huck is, uh, you know, starting as, as the backup.
1: My only concern with him is that uh, he's getting older, and he hasn't featured on the bench in a lot of the most recent games. So it's because of the under twenty two rule. But even having them on the bench, like what, what's the point of that? Yeah, but yeah, well, because
0: because you, you're not going to have. Well, because what happens is many of the team like we've seen it once or twice this season, but it's also happened in prior seasons where because teams don't have a huge amount of subs, and you have to use um, you have to start the game with an under-22 player and you also have to bring on an under-22 player or, or start the game with two under-22 players in the K-League That uh, and in, in order to the reason you have to um, have two is to be able to use the full five subs if you are only wanting to use three subs then I think you, you only need to start or use one under-22 player so what teams will often do is they'll have an extra you know, make sure they've got at least one under-22 player on the bench and usually it might be a goalkeeper so that they can sub the goalkeeper In order to get, you know, a fourth and fifth sub, to make an outfield sub, otherwise they only allowed three subs. So, like, say you made your three subs, your striker gets injured. You're needing a goal. You've got two, you know, you've got two subs left. As long as you make an under-22 sub, and you're like, okay, I can't use an under-22 striker because he sucks. He's not good enough. You know, sacrifice the goalkeeper, bring on an under-22 goalkeeper for five minutes because you know who cares. And we'll bring on our actually decent striker back up off the bench. That's that's why they have a extra, you know, they have an under twenty two keeper on the bench. Because mm-hmm. it has it has happened with, um, I can't remember which team it was. It might have been Seoul did it or one
1: of the teams did it. it Would not have been Seoul, but one, one team did yeah. it. Long Seoul the up players. Anyway, regardless, I think I think there is a possibility that like, you know because Joseph is getting older, and I haven't really seen like their ability. But I, I do did notice as well, like the old Sun players have bought and these like younger goalkeepers and stuff. from other clubs, I think one of them came, like Bowl and stuff. So maybe they're actually genuinely decent rather than just like filler players like for this other particular category. I don't know. Well, like, I don't. Th- I don't think they felt it.
0: like they they're on the bench as filler for now. But I think they have a hope that they will, you know, have some yeah, like long, the, the, longer the, the term play. I I I hope that Josuha gets a move in the off season because he played Asia Champions League you know, when they won the Asia Champions League only like two seasons ago. So he's, he's got pedigree. You know, he's a, he's a good keeper. Um, anyway, um, my best team, well, I also have 10 teams. I'm most hopeful about um, my specialist team. Um, I think that Specialist Limited, Sugeno and Goal, we've talked about them already, and... Um, and Kim Young-guan in defense, Ulsan, usually pretty good against Gangwon at home. Uh, as my L15 under 40, I've gone with um, Kim Ji-hyun of Kim Chion. They're a way to Suwon Blue Wings, which isn't the easiest fixture, but um, he's a he's a decent option, and I'm certain he will start because he started all the recent games, and Kwon Chang-hoon and Cho-gyu-sung were both just playing for career like midweek um
1: oh were they I've so, got Quan Chang Hoon in my specialist
0: team though yeah bro. well maybe I have to pick up um what was his name? uh Kim Ji Hyun oh. I've also got Kwan Chang Hoon I haven't, don't have him in a lineup and I'm con- I was considering whether, whether to use him um so I might still change him in um because he yeah he does tend to play sort of on the other side um
1: the man's dual decisive, I reckon, by the way, Oh, he yeah, is. He's a decent player. He's dual a couple of decides.
0: Well, he's, he's rated by the Korean national team uh, coaches at Bento, I think his name is. Um, you know, he, he plays pretty much every, uh, or he's featured, he's in the squad at least every every time around, but he's been really average for Kim Um Some other L1540 player is Kim Han Gill, who I think has often played like fullback or in midfield Um, and the reason I have him in is because I think he's the guy that plays instead of Quan Chang Hoon or instead of one of the other guys now he's probably the guy that I'd potentially swap out for Quan Chang Hoon so we'll see Um, yeah we'll see it's gonna be a toss up Uh, and then my uh, other um, sort of better player Leo Sayara from Yokohama has been a Beast in recent games, um, they are at home against uh, Kashima Antlers, which will be a good game. Um, but Kashima have not been great defensively, and uh, I just think he's got the the you know Yokohama have the quality to put at least two goals past them, as they've been doing to pretty much every team, and I think that he gets on the end. So that's my uh, my specialist limited team, uh, Jack. You got any more uh, wisdom to give before we you know, wrap up and uh, package the nice condensed grind of episode seventeen?
1: My only wisdom would be go back and rewind about the fifth minute of this podcast and re-looking the souls again. That's probably
0: all I with Uh I love it, Jack. Right. Kind man. <laughs> Later.